The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, we're t- going to switch gears. <laughs> And uh, talk about some uh, tailgating. Uh, Alberta drivers, you guys, are getting a little too close for comfort. The Alberta Motor Association um, is out with a new survey. And just think about it. So if you're driving right now, if you're on the White Mud, you're on uh, Yellowhead, you're on Terwilliger, maybe you're traveling down Jasper Avenue, um, how close are you to the vehicle in front of you how close to your back end is the car behind you i bet you deal with it every day and i bet you you do it but you don't think you do um this new survey shows 63 percent of drivers often or always witness other vehicles following too closely and get this only two percent of you admit to tailgating yourself like you you do not admit that you do it but you are you are doing it chadville hi chris hey Jed. this is not the fun kind of tailgating this is not the fun kind of tail no this is not beers and uh, hot dogs outside of uh, the football stadium before a football game um and it can cause some some real problems here um tailgating leads to a third of all collisions that cause harm or death in alberta and they're saying that um nine collisions a day over three thousand a year are attributed to tailgating yeah, Jeff Kasprick, the Alberta Motor Association's mm-hmm. vice president of stakeholder relations, had a press conference earlier in the week where he referred to this as failgating. Failgating, and yes. And this caught my attention, and so I decided to catch up with Jeff uh, earlier today. And one of the questions that I asked, we have a couple there, uh, is uh, AMA's VP of Government and Stakeholder Relations, Jeff Kasprick, answering the question quite simply what he defines as failgating. Tailgating is uh, is calling tailgating what it really needs to be. And in the province, uh, tailgating and following too closely is actually contributing to uh, nearly 3,200 casualty collisions a year, and that's uh, about nine per day. And uh, when we asked Albertans what their perceptions were around it, uh, nearly two-thirds of those that responded to a survey indicated that they uh, either sometimes or often uh, experienced tailgating. However, only 2% actually admit to doing the behaviour themselves. So we really thought that it was important that we have this conversation, that we draw to light this really important traffic safety issue that is the largest contributor uh, of driver error that results in casualty collisions. Uh, and and we need to talk about it in the way that it really is. And unfortunately, when it is that we tailgate, uh, it's a fail. And so tailgating should really be called failgating. Failgating. He's saying it causes all sorts of issues. Plenty of them. Intimidation mm. is one that, you know, a lot of us feel, especially on these open stretches of highways. If there's a two-lane road, someone's right on your tail, mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to be comfortable about stuff. Besides the collisions, I decided to get a little bit more creative, and I asked Jeff what some of the consequences besides collisions of tailgating are. You know, not only does it result in casualty collisions, and when I say casualty collisions, I mean collisions that are involving a fatality or an injury. However, there's a number of other aspects. Uh, when when we're tailgating, we're actually creating an inconsistent traffic flow, and research tells us that with that inconsistent traffic flow, we're actually 
adding time onto our commute. So it, it actually holds up and is our own worst enemy in us being able to get to our destination uh, quicker, but also get to our destination in a safer fashion as well. So I'm guessing that you're dealing with this on a regular basis, or maybe that you are dealing or you're doing it on a regular basis. I always remembered, when, so when I took Young Drivers of Canada so many years ago, yes, um, uh, what, 27 years 20, ago? Uh, ah, years ago. Um, I was always told to keep, I think it was like three car lengths um, away from the, the vehicle in front of me. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Um, I just wanted to make sure that at the AMA, that research still holds up today. When I was doing my driver training mm-hmm. in British Columbia with young drivers, that's what I thought I remembered. But I thought I would just ask Jeff to make sure that that's still common knowledge. So with our fail gating campaign, we're really wanting to encourage anybody that gets behind the wheel to think about practicing the three-second rule. And what we mean by that is in ideal conditions uh, that you uh, hold and, and look at a fixed landmark in front of you. And when the vehicle in front of you passes that fixed landmark, count 1, 1001, 1002, and 1003. And if you pass that fixed landmark within that time period, uh, you're probably failgating. The other important thing for us to keep in mind is when we're traveling on icy roads uh, or uh, roads that aren't ideal, uh, or when we're traveling on a highway, uh, we cover more ground uh, in order for us to actually come to a complete stop. And so it's always encouraged that you expand your three-second rule to maybe four seconds or even more uh, if you're traveling on uh, non, non-ideal road conditions or uh, on a highway so that you give yourself that breaking time that you need. So that's Jeff Kasbrick, uh, AMA's Vice President of Government and Stakeholder Relations. Um, they've, they've launched this campaign regarding tailgating or fail tailgating as as they're calling it and um, some interesting numbers uh, out there today again number one driver area uh, error resulting in casualty collisions they're saying 31 percent following too closely yeah with uh, everybody in a rush these days Mm -hmm. or people wanting to go a little bit faster or someone you know maybe going three or four k's below where you're going there's a lot of anger out mm-hmm. there. And if someone stops or swerves abruptly, there's absolutely no time to be able to adjust. And you're going to hit the car in front of you. And probably the car behind you is going to hit as well, depending on what street you're on. There are two sides to this, though, as well. The person who is tailgating and obviously the person who's being probably intimidated and the tailgated. <laughs> so I asked Jeff, what should you do if you have an aggressive person right on your tail? Let's begin with what we wouldn't recommend. And what we wouldn't recommend is either slamming on your brake uh, or uh, speeding up and in fact actually just getting closer to the vehicle that's in front of you. If you find yourself in a situation where you are being tailgated, uh, what we really do recommend is that you try and ease up and give additional space uh, to the vehicle in front of you so that should conditions change, you have more of a space in front of you for you to be able to respond. And then whenever it's safe for you to do so, to pull into another lane and allow the person behind you to pass, we really do recommend that you do that. Most importantly, uh, it, the best ingredients that you can always bring with you uh, on, on any drive is make sure that you're giving yourself enough time to get to get to your destination, uh, that you know uh, what uh, path or what route you're going to take, and that you always bring a little bit of patience. And when 
dealing with that tailgater, although frustrating, uh, please do uh, exercise some patience and just pull over when it is that you're safe to, and able to do so. Can I just tell you, you guys are just fired up today. You guys are a little crab, crabby out there today, but I'm loving the text because it makes it amusing. Uh, Brett says, Jay, if you're not doing at least the speed limit, then you're going to get tailgated. Okay, Brett. Um, it seems like I tailgate. It's If it seems like I tailgate, it's because the person I'm following can't do the speed limit. So again, you're admitting you're tailgating, but you're saying it's because the person ahead of you isn't doing the speed limit, where you could back off and maybe get around that person somehow, right? I admit that I'm tailgating as well because... I very rarely go, you know, three seconds or three car lengths behind the car in front of me. But if the car's not going the right speed, that means they're probably a little unpredictable anyways, right? So that's not safe to begin with. Listen to you guys. If uh, I'm, I'm only close if you're not doing the posted speed limit, people need to be competent drivers and use the gas and brakes accordingly. Yeah, you know what, though? But you're the one that's going to get in big trouble if the person in front, you know, just taps the brake a little bit. Did you know that um, following too closely can cost you four four demerit points and the conviction is added to your driving record can impact your insurance premium for as long as six to ten years four demerit points this is the way that a lot of people are sort of taught to drive just out there figuring things out on your own like if you have somebody that's tailgating behind you you're going to want to speed up as well and like maintain the flow of traffic it's really intimidating out there and i find as a new albertan like Mm. this is home now and the roads are a little bit different like, people don't get mad at me, but, like... It's a little bit more aggressive it's a, here? It, it's a little closer behind okay. when we're going quickly. Um, how about addressing the issue that when we do leave spe- space, another vehicle moves into the spot? <laughs> well, then back up again a little bit. Um, another way to explain traffic flow being impeded would be when troops are not marching at the same place. It's the accordion effect. That's from Daryl. Um it says, hi, in relation to your topic, as an old bus driver, I was taught common sense, and as long as you can see the bottom of the tires in front of you, you're good. Oh, okay, might be a little tight. Uh, Brett says, Slow li- slowness is an epidemic, Jay. I would say... Is spe- it the same Brett? I, yeah, I, it's the same Brett. Probably. I, I, I would say that speeding is also a bit of an epidemic, and I would say aggressive drivers um, are are a bit of an epidemic. I, I, there's, there's a whole lot of things going on in this city, in the roads. Yes, there are the slow drivers, um, you know, doing 70 uh, on the white mud when it's 80 and it's driving nuts, or maybe you're heading down to, to Calgary on the QE2 and there's two vehicles riding side by each. I get it because it ticks me off every single day as well. AMA is just pointing out that tail, tailgating is a big issue in this province. Yeah, neither of them are particularly safe, right? In a perfect world, you want everybody to go 78 <laughs> oh. to 82. Brett doesn't speed either. <laughs> oh, of course not. Okay, so he's right at 80.3 Ks. But the person who's going 105 or 110 is far more dangerous. Neither of them are safe, but he's far more dangerous than the person who's going 65 or 70. Stephen Edmonton says, Jay, this is an excellent topic and it's getting worse. Come on, people, do the three-second rule.
the three-second rule. Um, this one says, I drive two seconds behind a vehicle, which is the proper distance from the vehicle. Okay, I'm just telling you that the AMA is saying three seconds. If two seconds is your bird, that's fine, as long as you're not right up on their ass end. That's better than okay. one and a half seconds. Yeah, like, I'll take two seconds if someone chooses to be that far behind me, but I'm not sure there's a particular formula that goes with that. <laughs> I would say whining, crying, and constantly tightening the grip of the nanny state is the biggest epidemic of them all. Oh, my gosh. We're trying to keep you safe, people. Just trying to keep you safe. So, um, as we talk about tailgating, you're experiencing with tailgating. How do you deal with a tailgater? Would love to hear from you at 496-0063. How do you deal with a tailgater? Uh, what is the uh, most aggressive thing you're seeing out on the roads these days? 4960063, the text line is 6306.30. I'm talking about uh, tailgating today. Number of you saying that uh, slow drivers are, uh, you know, cause more uh, accidents than, than anything. Well, according to the AMA, all right. The number one driver error resulting in casualty collisions. Number one, following too closely. Number two, being run off the road. A left turn across a path. And number three, number four, stop sign violation. Uh, disobeying a traffic signal. Failing to give the right of way to a pedestrian. An improper turn and an improper lane change. Don't see slowness on there. But I get what you're saying. Uh, Shirley, the bus driver, how you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you ever so much. Good. What's uh, on your mind? Quickly. Yes, quickly, right. I have a thing here. Uh, we get tailgated by vehicles so close to the school buses, we can't see them in our mirrors. Mm. And if you go and put on your brakes, uh, sometimes it's uh, it can be not so nice. And another thing is we get tailgated also by semis on the highway, and they're great with tailgating me on the highway. That's brutal. But, uh, That's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal, but we just tap the brakes with them, and they back off. But the cars and that, they seem to think they can crawl right up on us and then pass us. I always think that when we're, you're when you're coming when you're coming up to a bus or a big rig or something, I think it's always important to see the uh, the side uh, the side mirrors. Yes, it is. Another thing too is we're limited to 90 kilometers an hour on the highways. Period. All school buses, no matter if you're empty or full or what, 90 kilometers an hour on the highways. Well, that can be an impediment. For a lot of people, and they come, they come up on us so fast. Yeah, not much we can do about it. But, <laughs> except if the government changes it, like I'd like them to. <laughs> <laughs> Surely, always great to hear from you. Henry's on the phone. Henry, I'm running out of time. What's on your mind about tailgating? Oh, what's on the mind is assuming doing your hundred posted, and somebody doing eighty behind or in front of you, and you bypass, and they show you the finger, as if you've done something wrong. That is just so ridiculous, and that is the perfect behavior. And a lot of people around driving, and no wonder Ridge Road uh, is happening like crazy because you did nothing wrong, and then being shown the finger and called names. It has happened several times to me. Well, they, like, wow. And they can get pretty aggressive, can't they? Get you, you know, waving the old finger there. And Gary, you get the last, uh, the last word here. What's on your mind? But usually when I'm uh, on the Henday or something, there's traffic in front of me and I find trucks are actually tailgating behind me. So I just pull over. I get right behind them. And then I wave to them. How come you're not going? I pull over to the left, try to look around them. I give them a little, maybe a little beep on the horn to got, try to give them a little taste of their own medicine. And, and I kind of, you know, 
wave at him and saying, come on, get going, get going. Yeah. Where, you know, how, like, what did you expect me to do? So That's how you're dealing anyways, with them. You, do, you, do you think yeah, it's getting worse, Gary? Oh, for sure. Okay, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll head to break here with this. Driving down the interstate, running 30 minutes late, singing Margaritaville and minding my own. Some foreign car driving dude with a road rage attitude Pulled up beside me talking on his cell phone He started yelling at me like I did something wrong He flipped me the bird and then he was gone Some bitch 